We want to be your BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies Stream in with my besties.
champagne for the real friends And real pain for the sham On your way down a horseshoe, boy On the top of a 69 Bus So if you pay in peanuts Then all you'll get is pork scratching Sky all hung with jewels The 
What's up, friends? This is indie rock nerd Megan Slankard, 
I don't know about you, but three of my most favorite things are eating jammy Dodgers, crying while watching My Octopus Teacher, and listening to DJ Webble's Hangover Sessions. New episodes available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Good morning, Annie. How are you doing? Good morning. Nice to see you. Yeah, happy Saturday. How is your uh, hangover on a scale of 1 to 10 today? (laughs) Actually. Zero, um, because I'm in a stretch of shows right now. Wow, yeah. I actually need to like sleep. I drove like five hours this morning. <laughs> nice, wow, five hours. What kind of, um, and you're you know, obviously last time we spoke, you were in a very different place geographically. You're in, you're in Michigan now, right? In Michigan, yep. Nice. And, and what, what kind of shows are we talking about? Are we talking like stage show stuff? I know you're doing a musical, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the last um, last two nights and, and tonight as well, I am singing uh, backing vocals with my friend Annie Caps, um, and she's calling her uh, backing band the the band of badass women. Um, <laughs> and she she put out she's like a Michigan you know legend. She's an incredible songwriter, um, and just uh, has has been around in the state for a while and. Um, so she put she put out a record this year, earlier this year, that was all women. There were 40 women involved. All the musicians were women. Mixing and mastering was done by women. Artwork was done by women. Design was done by women. Everything tip to top, um, which was just awesome to be part of. Um, and so she took, she's got a, a band. I think there are eight of us, um, including her. Maybe not that many, maybe seven. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so we did a show in Kalamazoo last night, and then we were up in Petoskey, which is like way up north. And then tonight we're going to be in the Detroit area, and um, yeah, just like a little, just a little run. You said you played, you did a zoo show. At no, the zoo? these were all live. These Sorry, all live. Oh, live! Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was cutting out when you said um, said one of the um, places, and it sounded like you said <laughs> the zoo. So I was like, "That sounds yeah. great!" Like, how did the animals enjoy it? <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing! <laughs> that actually would be really interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, we went to uh, what did we do? We went to a thing, Oakland um, Zoo, and it's the uh, was it Glow Fari? They call it. It's like in the winter <laughs> season. Did you ever go to that? in the past i never did but i remember seeing the ads for it yeah and i always wonder how the animals take to it but they're yeah. kind of i think they're put away in like you know they're they're enclosures so they're not freaked out by all the lights <laughs> you know <laughs> there's a lot of people like walking around enjoying all the lights and stuff anyway sorry well, that's complete tangent why, why do it in a zoo if you're going to put the animals away yeah i do it if it's going to upset the animals that's yeah interesting. yeah it's, it's a, yeah i'm sure they've got it for you i do love open zoo is, uh, mm. Did you ever go in the past? I did a very long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, how much do you miss the bay, Annie? Are you or do you not miss it at all? I mean, it sounds like seems like you're keeping yourself really busy, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I'm a very once I love something, I love it forever kind of person. So, mm-hmm. I I do miss the bay all the time. Oh, I do yeah. not miss how stressed out I was living there. Yeah, I do not miss the expensiveness. I do part not and miss parcel of being in the bay, isn't it? Traffic. Yeah high high yeah. octane lifestyle whatever you want to call it 
Yeah. Nice. I, um, it's funny living here. We moved to, um, Ann Arbor mm-hmm. and Ann Arbor is probably one of the, it's not the most expensive, but it's one of the more expensive cities in Michigan. And, um, a lot of people are, you know, kind of getting priced out of Ann Arbor, but we moved here and we were like, Oh, this is great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you guys don't know what expensive is. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard great things too. about it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. sounds like a lovely place. I'd love to come come visit that part of the world. And how far are you like from Chicago? Sorry, to, my geography is like completely rubbish with U.S. geography. Yeah, no so. Okay, so here's what you do. So hold your your hand up and okay. look at the back of your hand. Yeah. And um, the the left hand side where the pinky is over there is where Lake Michigan Michigan is. Okay. And Chicago's right on the other side. So from Ann Arbor, it's about four hour drive. Okay. Um, and I am sort of like at the base of the, um, index finger and then like most of the way down the hand. So we're also like an hour from Toledo, Ohio. Okay. And now about 40 minutes from Detroit and wow. Detroit like all the way at the like bottom of the thumb. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now Michigan geography lesson. Picture, yeah. Picture perfect. Perfect <laughs> yeah. for the radio listeners as well. <laughs> All right, so so you've been playing a lot of shows, and you say you've been supporting someone in the yeah, show. Yeah, so yep. So right. her name is Annie Caps. Annie uh, Caps, lovely. Yep, and I think one of her songs is on the um, playlist there. Nice. Okay, she well, we'll is kick that. Who, when I first moved here, I um, in my first month or so, I um, was putting down some just like some tracks at a local studio and you know I didn't know anybody and Mm -hmm. I asked uh, um the engineer I was like hey you do know anything about the music scene here like people I should know or you know events that regular events or anything Mm -hmm. he kind of looked at me was like geez you know I don't know you know maybe Annie Caps." That was the one name this guy gave me (laughs) turned out that Annie Caps is literally like the center of the entire Michigan music scene. Wow. She knows everybody. She ran the um, regional folk alliance. She like directed the regional folk alliance conference for a bunch of years. Nice. I just cold called her. I messaged her on Facebook and was like, hey, I'm new to town. You slide into the DMs. I think that's the, that's the common phrase. I did. I slid right? into her DMs. <laughs> and she was like, sure, let's go have a beer. And we met up and we Fantastic. had a couple beers and, um, and just totally hit it off immediately. And that's she's awesome. just like, introduced me to so many people and um, really made my life here possible. So That's lovely. Think- well, it sounds like it's, she's a bit like you were in the Bay in a way. Aww. You know, you're very connected and things. So it's nice to meet someone like that. And once that happens, a whole new network opens up, right? Yeah. And there's an amazing folk music scene in Michigan. I had no idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Very, everybody's like really kind of like in Michigan. <laughs> so Perfect. Cool. The rest of the world doesn't really know that much about this scene that's happening here, but it's yeah, incredible. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get your first of. I think we've got six of your songs um, on the on the original side of things. So we'll kick off with um, "Secret Broken Heart." Okay. Yeah. This is these these are demos too. These are like me at my computer in the middle of the night kind of thing. So. Well, it sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. So let's get this one on. So this is literally this is a brand new song. This is fresh. 
No one's heard this before? Yeah, maybe in the last month or two. World exclusive, it's safe to say? Yes. (laughs) Awesome. All right, well, let's get this on. And just so the BFF listeners know, Annie used to live here in the Bay Area, like we were talking about, and used to be on the scene quite heavily here, right? And you moved away, um, when was it, 2004? It was 2018. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, which feels like it's doubled the time because of the pandemic. But also half Um, the time, I feel like I just... Yeah, just such a whirlwind of time. So weird, yeah. (laughs) Cool. And so um, you've got four, I see four albums on your um, website, anniebacon.me. Yeah. Um, but I said dot me dot me and then um, yeah so if you go there you can see all the things that she's been working on I remember Annie Bacon and her Oceans awesome album when you were last on the show that was the album that was just coming out I think yeah nothing stays the same so let's get this on this is um, Broken Heart make sure I'm saying it right it's called Secret Broken Heart okay cool and uh, this hasn't come out on any albums or anything yet, but this is gonna, you're going to release it in a, like a single form, or is it? Yeah, I'm going to be going to the studio at the end of March here, so Wondrous. should have something out in the next couple of months. Cool. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Then we'll talk about what's coming up. All right, this is "Secret Broken Heart" by Annie Bacon. Enjoy. A shimmer from a secret broken heart You can see it if you look at her real hard She drives around crying in her car Another earthquake Ripping another little scar She'll get over it She'll put it away In the same place she hid her grief And it overwhelmed everything She's gonna make it be okay figured out how to hide the waves Frame the house in the chaos this way She'll say that it's a sacrifice for others that she'll say Even if it's a fast track to her own grave She'll get over it She'll put it away In the same place she hid her grief When it overwhelmed everything She's gonna make it be okay She's gonna make it be Make it be okay. 
Friends are doing it. All your 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 friends are doing it. Best frequencies forever. That was that was wondrous. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. So you you're going back into the studio to do an album or an EP? It'll probably be an EP. It depends on how much we get done. Yeah, yeah. Time that I have booked, but probably more likely uh, more likely an ep yeah nice and how how prolific how prolific are you these days with songwriting you still writing songs weekly or i mean being a mama as well must be you know hard on the time sometimes right (laughs) that is a that is a complicated answer are you ready (laughs) i'm totally ready yeah i've got lots of time so uh like so my son is 11 now and right before i got pregnant so 12 years ago I felt like I was visited by an idea and I thought it was going to be another musical like the folk opera that I wrote. And I, it, but it, it was, um, I knew that the idea was about uh, war and, you know, I was not ready for a very long time to turn my attention to that because it was so like, I knew it was going to be very intense. Mm-hmm. And so when we moved to Michigan, Um, I spent the first year we were here getting Nothing Stays the Same finished and out and just kind of clearing my plate for this project. And um, and I quit my job at the end of 2019. We we went through some really personally difficult times. We lost two. We each lost a parent and Mm. um, uh, lost one of my best friends as well. And um, sorry, sorry to hear that. Right before the pandemic happened, so it was a very very hard time. And multiple other things suffice to say the project had barely began like it was just like surviving the grief and mm-hmm. the, the pandemic for that first little bit there and then I had to go back to work because my partner was out of work um and um so I didn't so that that year I wrote some songs but I was just I was writing I was writing and I was writing, and I was writing. like a and, journal type thing yeah and yeah. like I did start the research phase of the project. So I was reading a lot of war books and novels and watching war movies. And, you know, it was, it was intense. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, I'm already in deep grief. I might as well study war. Why not? But, yeah, um, yeah. Wow. So I, I kept thinking that I was writing this musical, but it kept <laughs> not wanting to be a musical. So when 2022 came around, it was like, I just, I had to, I knew that I needed to just sink into whatever it was. So I quit my job again. Um, and 2022 was like fully immersed in figuring out what this thing was and then making it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just like, no music was coming. It was the weirdest thing. My head was empty, but I was writing and writing and writing and writing. And, um, partway through the year, um, it just kind of came to me that it was a book. And so I, once I knew that once I stopped trying to make it a musical, the, it, the novel was written in like six weeks. <laughs> like, you know, it was tons of research and I did a bunch of interviews and like, it was like three years of research. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The book was written, the novel was written in like six weeks. And, um, 
And then right when I finished my first draft, I got invited into a songwriting group called the Songsmiths. And um, I was nervous because I hadn't really been writing songs at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like a group where you get a prompt once a month and you just write one song a month. It's very minimal ask, you know. Nice. Yeah. It just keeps, uh, the, keeps the juices flowing, as it were, creative yeah. juices. So it got me re it got me back into writing. So that song you just heard, Secret Broken Heart, was from a prompt, and the prompt was the word shimmer. And um and and then from that group, I met this songwriter, Kyle Rashi, who then so I finished the book at the end of August, beginning of September. I met him at the end of October, and we immediately, like within 10 minutes of, of meeting each other in person he shared an idea that he'd been carrying for a musical and we basically started writing the musical right then. And so since the end of October, I've probably written 40 songs. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. So, yeah. All for this musical. And they're all in there. Well, we or have just, yeah. 31 songs in the musical. Wow. That's and, a lot you know, of songs. Some that got discarded or kind of pushed aside or weren't just weren't a good fit. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> am I writing songs? Yes. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I can't even figure out the maths of how, how ratio of songs to months, but we're probably oh, talking of, like, that's a lot. That's like, it you know. It was crazy. I mean, we were like, the, the, the creative flow was so strong that there were days where one or the other of us was writing three or four songs in a day. Wow. That's um, crazy. Yeah. 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 Like six songs of, yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So what inspired you to do this musical? Like, I mean, it's a, what you know, it's a big project to undertake, right? You need yeah. to know the right people to do it. It's a huge undertaking, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it's, it, it has been a completely all-consuming experience. Um, and it sounds like it's taken on different paths as you've gone, gone through it as well, right? Like it, you know, gone through the yeah. creative process. We're, we're kind of in a, a transition phase right now. So we, mm-hmm. October, end of October through the new year, we were just in the like excavating phase, finding the story, finding the characters, breaking our own hearts as we, you know, had to kill people and then we would unkill them. <laughs> and then, you know, just as the story was like kind of telling itself to us, um, going through this very emotional um, experience. So anybody who's like, oh, write a musical, what a fun idea, like just be warned because it's not really that fun. <laughs> <laughs> and how many people are involved, you know, acting wise and things like that? So I mean, so it's it's so far it's just been Kyle and I. Mm-hmm. And um but it's written for um six main characters. Six, yeah, six main characters and then there's like one or two kind of auxiliary characters. Um and it's written, it's very much intended to be on the stage. Whereas my folk opera was more intended to be a musical piece and performed by a band. This one is very much intended to be on stage. Um, and so we, for since like maybe mid-January, we performed it for the first time for like one person. And <laughs> we are about tomorrow, we have our second um, public workshop. So the way we're doing it right now is it's just Kyle and I, it's one guitar and we have hats for each of the characters, which, so he's playing the guitar and 
I am furiously changing our hats so people can follow along with singing and what's happening. Wow. um, But it takes place on a lighthouse. Um, Here in the Great Lakes, there's, you know, tons of lighthouses. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They, there are a bunch of these, um, they're called crib lighthouses because they are uh, built on these concrete cribs, mm-hmm. like miles offshore, completely isolated out in the middle of, you know, it's called Lake Michigan, but it's, it's a sea. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge, right? Can you see the, to the other side? No, you can't, wow. not, not even close. Wow. Uh, this, this, our lighthouse, the White Shoal, which is an actual lighthouse, mm-hmm. is seven miles from the nearest shore and very close to the like the michigan shoreline but yeah. it's actually seven miles <laughs> must get lonely out there and you've been there you've 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 visited there no i have we have not been out there either of us and you know they there's a um the lighthouse has been so a lot of lighthouses are being completely decommissioned at this point and yeah. they're being sold so a a couple of people bought the White Shoal and they're, they have the White Shoal Preservation Society. Um, and they recently opened up to have people come out for a couple of nights. Um, but it was, uh, it was, you know, they're, they're raising money to restore the lighthouse. So the cost was uh, quite, quite out of reach. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So, Seven miles offshore. I've never heard anything like it. That's crazy. Yeah, and there's like tons of lights like this. Wow. This has been my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this process is like, um, so I grew up near a lighthouse in Maine. I grew up off um, where the, the Nubble Lighthouse is. And, um, yeah. and I grew up sort of in the shadow of this very famous lighthouse and this beautiful lighthouse. And um, I didn't, I never really knew that much about how they functioned and their role through Mm -hmm. the last hundred years and the changing technology. So the research portion of this musical writing was like nerd heaven. It was, I was like (laughs) pouring over old documents and like old keepers logs. And that's awesome. Yeah. It was so fun. And do these people that work on the lighthouse stations like they, or the crib lighthouses, do they live on their own or do they live with their families or it must get pretty bloody lonely out there, right? Yes. Well, that's, that's sort of one of the the themes of the yeah, yeah. the musical is um, how, a, a, you know, our sort of ragtag, very isolated crew kind of becomes a family. Um, but it, you know, our story takes place in 1942 and wow. at that time, it was like um, the the technology was changing a lot. So let's back up maybe 20 years from that. Mm-hmm. And all the lighthouses had keepers. The White Shoal had four four people um, to run it. And um, some, t- some lighthouses, it was a family. Some lighthouses, it was just individuals. Um, the Coast Guard eventually took over the, the lighthouse like network um, in the country. And so then the the people would be you know members of the Coast Guard um, right around the like 40s and 50s, and then in the 1960s is when a lot of them just became fully automated. Wow! So um, yeah, it's really kind of like capturing a moment. Yeah. That is gone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. Wow! Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we start with one of your? Um, 
playlist songs your desert island songs you mentioned that these were um not super famous songs uh, but they're yeah. currently in your heavy you know heavy rotation yep. um so not necessarily what you think are the best songs ever but ones that you want to shout out to people in the in like your local area right yeah so, i mean they're not all local but um maybe less known to people yeah that's yeah, lovely yeah so I think the first one you have on the list is Chain of Lakes. Um, so Chain of Lakes is Kyle Rashi's band. And um, this this was one of the first songs that I heard of his because I was singing. I was going to sing some backup for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I heard this song and it really, to me, this is a song that's like, you know, unconditional love is what this song is about. And um, it's it really kind of changed my perspective of winter and like, um Anyway, I experienced the song as a very beautiful and loving and kind of haunting song. And then when I sang it with him at a show, the audience just like started cracking up and everybody was laughing. And I was like, oh, my God, I did not expect it. <laughs> because there's some funny lines in it, but yeah, I yeah. Think you just never know how things are going to reach people. But I, I yeah. this is my favorite Kyle Rashi song. Lovely. And, and Kyle spelled K-Y-L-E-R-A-S-C-H-E, everybody. Yeah, but he goes by Chain of Lakes, so that's how you find his music. Great. That's Okay, good stuff. Thanks for clarifying that. Here we go. So you're about to hear Chain of Lakes, next few winters. Enjoy. Thank you, Annie. Mm-hmm. From Cap Street to the world, this is BFF.FM. Wind 
So that was another wondrous song. I don't know if I used the word wondrous when you were last on the show, but I use it quite frequently now for really special moments in the show. And that felt like one of those moments. Yeah. Chain of Lakes, Next Few Winters. You can go and check it out. It's an album, came out 2021. Oh, I guess it's more like a single. Um, yeah. He yeah. put out two albums in 2022, actually. And nice. he also won the um, Kerrville New Folk um, songwriting competition, which is sort of, wow. you know, kind of a um he was actually um one of the other finalists in that year was uh the bay area's very own the singer and the songwriter who are some of my most favorite people and musicians and they they were the ones who first introduced me to kyle actually so definitely nice. want to shout them out nice, have they ever you. been on your show they have not no please put us in oh, touch i'd love to 
always looking on the lookout for new bands wherever they are in the world. I mean, since the pandemic, it's nice to, you know, do the remote stuff sometimes as well, just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I had to do a good two years probably worth of shows on over Zoom. Wow. Um, a bit rusty, but um, coming yeah. back into it. But yeah, it's, you know, it's nice to do it sometimes. It's just, I think the, the format has to change a bit like we are doing today rather than doing the live music. Yeah, yeah. Nice to do the pre-recorded stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. I, by the way, are you still doing Tiny Desk um, concerts? Oh or? Thank you for saying that because I want to submit. Nice. Yeah, I heard I it's on yeah. application process is happening, right? Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, and it's and it's Oscar weekend. Got any favorite films that you've uh, watched lately? Uh, I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once. I still haven't seen that. I think I'm gonna have to watch that with uh, with the wifey at some point soon. Oh my gosh, I've heard good things. My recommendation is that you have to commit to watching it multiple times right away. Interesting, (laughs) it's because it's that it's it's got so many layers. It is so layered, Mm -hmm. and it's really weird which I love. That's cool. um, and the more it's one of those movies where the more you watch it, the more you appreciate just how beautifully interwoven all the different elements are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Really- yeah. Check it out. Is it a long film? Um, I actually have no idea how long it is. Yeah. I guess that's a good sign. If you don't know how long it is, then that means it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we always watch it in chapters. Either. Like, that's the thing. We never make it through. Well, rarely. Actually, saying that we did with Lion recently. I don't know if you've seen Lion. Oh, my God. That is, oh, that is a very Lion. powerful. It's about an orphan child who gets lost from his family when he's very young, probably about six. And he's based in India. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't see his family for 30 years. Oh, my God. And he moves to Australia. And I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty like, I get emotional in film sometimes. And this definitely got me, got me good. And it even got Deanna, my wife as well. We were both bawling our eyes out in our own little worlds watching it. It was like, yeah, it's one of those, but it is good. It is good as well. It's not like sad. I'll watch it. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's go on to your next demo. Is this another demo? Love can mean. Yeah, yeah. Every everything I sent you is demos. Nice. <laughs> so everything you can assume you. was recorded between the hours of one and three a.m. <laughs> sitting at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> but this Brilliant. one I actually wrote for a Valentine's Day show, um, okay. and that I played recently. And you know, Valentine's Day is such a complicated holiday, and so I wanted to kind of I I and I don't really have love songs, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm either going to play really depressing breakup songs, because that's what I mostly have, or I am going to write something new. So I wrote this for that show, and it's sort of a like, it's it's like a, you know, it's its own take on a love song, and I will let you hear it before I love, say something else about it. <laughs> lovely job, Lee. Thank you. Here we go. This is Love Can Mean by Annie Bacon, everybody. If you're in love I hope it's a love that does you right and May you never feel alone in your most difficult night May your lover never doubt that you know what you need May you be protected and believed I hope the little things you like are remembered and employed I hope your lover's keeping track of the pleasure you've enjoyed 
May you rise every morning Curious to know how the person beside you Continues to grow And remember that love can mean walking Lover cherish you, receive what they give. I hope it gives you every reason to live. Remember that love can mean walking away. Loving yourself enough not to stay. Community, community, community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community radio for the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. That was lovely. Thank you very much, Annie. Cheeky two-minute song. Do you yeah. like the shorter songs when you when you're writing? Or I mean, I guess you don't really plan for these things, right? It just depends how they how they come out really right you're not like well, i'm gonna do two minutes song yeah, right uh, <laughs> well i i don't i didn't you know you don't sit down thinking that but i have been with my songwriting practice lately really interested in how to do more with less and so um that first song secret broken heart that first demo of mine it actually only has four notes played on the guitar the entire song wow yeah. and um this one, you know, it's, I, I think, you know, through however many years I've been writing songs, you know, there's sort of this process of like get, getting really familiar with the different forms and formats and then just starting to play and be like, okay, I went through a phase of, you know, I play some of my older songs and there's like eight chord, eight different chords in that song, you know, <laughs> and that's cool, but like, it's not really necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I'm just, you know, really interested in uh, how how much I can do with less. So really short nice. spaces with like yeah. distilled ideas with mm-hmm. chords, um, and still trying to make it sound interesting and different, and kind of pushing emotional and empathic boundaries. And anyway, nice. And what what kind of shows are you doing these days? I know you're obviously doing the you know, supporting, um, Annie and stuff like that, but are you doing like open mics? Um, I'm actually doing doing a lot of songwriter nights. Okay. So these are really big here in Michigan, also in Nashville, um, where, um, you go to Nashville as well for these or is um, that just where it's big? It's, it's just also big. I I haven't played in Nashville in a couple of years, but, um, yeah. So it's where you have, you know, three or four songwriters on stage together and you just kind of swap songs for two hours. Um, it's a wonderful way to get to know new songwriters. Um, it's a really fun, like when, when the energy gels and yeah. everybody's like feeling together and like, you know, 
you sort of have this idea of what songs you might play, but then the person before you plays something and you're like, oh, you know, actually that makes me want to play this other one. So when the energy really gels with the the writers, it can be a, a totally magical uh, experience. So I've been, been playing a ton of those. Nice. And you play their songs and they play yours? That's no, generally or... we just play our own songs. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's there's enough of the writers that I've been playing with lately who I just absolutely love their music. So um, I've been, you know, wherever there's a place to kind of sing some harmonies. <laughs> oh, nice. So very, just a very different scene to, to the Bay Area. That's why, I mean, they do so, have that yeah. 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 It's really like a lot of, like, uh, people love songs here in Michigan. Hmm. They will sit down and they will listen for two hours. They will just <laughs> sit in their seat that's amazing yeah let, like let you sing about your feelings to them yeah um, that doesn't happen as much here no <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful do you think the weather has anything to do with it i have no idea i always wonder uh, that you know like seattle uh-huh. england have has terrible weather a lot of the time and there's just so much good songwriting that comes out of these places <laughs> i always wonder if they're linked in some way yeah because we all get depressed for four months yeah yeah he's going to hibernation <laughs> yeah you know i'm sure there's an element to that are you sure. excited for the the daylight savings coming back into fashion oh, that? yeah i mean i would prefer that the time changes just never happen yeah i think we're all but on that page i yeah i live right um my apartment is like right on the Huron river and, um, and it's, there's like a beautiful city owned um, kind of walking path right outside my window and the river's right there. So I'm, I'm so ready to watch it all come to life because Michigan in the summer is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. yeah. And in the spring, I bet Um, as well, just seeing everything come into bloom and everything. And it's Huron, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Is Huron related to Lord Huron? Uh, uh, funny you should say that because, yes, Lord Huron, the band, you mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They are from Okemos, Michigan. There it is. I knew it. I knew there was a connection. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, yeah. Um, they are from, they're, they're wonderful. Yeah. Big fan. Nice. Um. Cool. But here, the Huron um, River, it's here. And then there's also um, Lake Huron is one of the Great Lakes. So that's on the other side of the hand. Nice. I feel like I'm learning a lot about U.S. geography now and also need to spot up on my U.S. (laughs) geography going forward. Cool. All right. Let's get this next song on then. We've got Hold Steady by Casey Johansson. Do you want to tell us about this one? Yeah. So Casey Johansson is, you know, I met her in the Bay Area years ago. She lives in LA now. And this is one of her older songs, but it's, I just love it so much. And um, I think she has new music coming fairly soon. And she's one of these artists who I think is probably one of the best songwriters in like I've ever heard. And wow. her voice is just divine. And, um, you know, I just don't understand why she's not the most famous. <laughs> but she should be. And so in case anyone in the Bay Area has somehow not heard of Casey Johansson, I wanted to put her in because I listen to her records, you know, every week. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, these are all, I love the fact that all of these have never been played songs, I believe, on the Hangar Ah. Sessions. I love that. Nice. So let's get this one on. This is Hold Steady, Casey Johansson from The Hiding. 
that album. Enjoy. Thank you, Annie. Yeah. What's it gonna come to now? To not go out and throw it all around. Oh, what's it gonna come to now? To not go out and throw it all around. I you steady. That was also wondrous, very vibey. Mm-hmm. That's her, her, her general style, that kind of um, lovely sort of folky, very, yeah, yeah it's lovely sound, yeah. beautiful stuff. That was uh, Casey John- Johansson, everybody. Mm-hmm. Is she from th- that area or of your part I mean, of the world I mean, I knew or? her in the Bay Area while I was there. Bay Area, um, okay. I, I'm, not where, I'm not sure where she grew up, but yeah, she was in the Bay Area a long time, and um, but she's been in LA probably four or five years. She was born in a place called Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh my gosh, that's right. I totally forgot. <laughs> that's right. She's from Michigan. Oh, yeah. 
probably no, probably comes back there every now and again as well. Might bump into her right. sometime. Have you seen her live? Yeah, I saw her live a bunch. Um, I nice. mean, back in the day. It's been a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So you are currently working on two albums, no less than two. So you're definitely keeping yourself busy, Annie. Two albums and an EP or is one album, one EP? Yeah, it's one is an album and the other one is probably going to be an EP. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. This is going to be like a collaborative project. I mean, outside of the musical, I presume, right? Separate from the musical. Yeah. Um, Any any songs from the musical creeping into the album or are you keeping them completely... They are totally separate. Okay. Um, we are actually, for the musical, we are planning to record uh, probably 10 of the songs um, in April to have a um, kind of as a calling card for the piece to kind of build up our cult following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but, you know, also just to kind of capture them in the, you know, this this like magical state of just the two of us singing them and because um, the be something so different once it's actually you know on broadway um yeah 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 how are you how you <laughs> how are you pushing how are you getting the word out about the musical like uh, have you got, does it yeah. have its own persona its own instagram account all that kind of stuff it or does it... have its own instagram oh. account the name of the musical is the keeper mm-hmm. so on instagram it's the keeper musical lovely um, and we uh you know we'll we probably will have a dedicated website at some point but um Right now, it's just the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Very and, powerful these days. I'm sorry, say that again. Instagram, very powerful these days. All the rage. <laughs> yeah. like, TikTok, we do a TikTok as well. I know, we should probably do a TikTok. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not on TikTok. I am not on either, so I cannot advise in I any way. <laughs> love it. You do? I love it so much. And I was just spending way too much time on it. And I was like, I am oh, too yeah, to, I see it. To so actually, I had to delete it. Wow. Really? I I was like, this is not where I'm creating my content. Yeah. Um, well, I can't justify spending <laughs> this time on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. I did the yeah. same with, well, I, I mean, I wasn't even using that Twitter that much and I don't want to get all um, political here, but I just decided as soon as um, Elon Musk was causing all the fracas at Twitter, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I think I'm done. I think and I'm done. With, uh, yeah. I just yeah. left, left the building. And it, I do find I have a little bit more time on my hands, which is nice. So it actually can be nice just yeah. to like stop these things, even just for a short amount of time. Totally. Right from time to time, isn't it? Yeah, I, I've taken, I think last year I took like a month completely off of social media. I think I would be saying that, yeah. The first week was like really hard, honestly. But it was like I had withdrawal. Just twiddling your thumbs, like, what do I do? What do I yeah. do? The dopamine. <laughs> Did you find a vice? Did you find a, like a, a vice to like, you know? Well, place? I was deep in my writing for the novel at that time. And so I you know, I was just like, I had so much that I wanted to do. Um, yeah. So, you know, once I got past that first week of this sort of just like automatic turning to social media, then I, it was great. It was amazing. And um, I, you know, I think there's definitely a good argument to be made for disconnecting completely. Really, seriously, right. I'm, I, one thing I found, I don't know if you have this problem, but I am literally at the point where I can't read a book anymore and I used to read books all the time when I was like a teenager and then once the internet came out 
I just yeah. stopped. I just don't do it anymore. And like for that reason that we're talking about, you know, like the distraction of social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You do. You you, yeah. you manage to maintain reading. <laughs> I, I I will tell you that I didn't read a lot for quite a while, but this yeah. project really got me back into reading. And yeah, I I I, I love reading books, and so That's lovely, yeah. but I, I I generally have like three or four books going at once. Wow! Um, and I like to sort of like move between them because then you end up having these like really strange and beautiful associations made between you know like the novel you're reading and the nice. book about, you know, the stars of the outer galaxy and like yeah. connections <laughs> and <like that laughs> art and it's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I have to try and get back into it someday. Train my mind, retrain yeah. my mind. <laughs> what, what I recommend if you're trying to do that is that I think that like with any practice, people feel like they have to sit down and read a book, but like you could set a time and literally just read for 10 minutes. Yeah. Read yeah exactly. for 10 just minutes. little short, sharp bursts. Yeah. And like, then you like really absorb what you're reading. Yeah. You kind of move more slowly. Like we have this idea that we like have to consume everything immediately. And like, mm-hmm. you know, books are so great because you can just like pick it up and read for 10 minutes and then put it down and like pick it yeah. up the next day. Yeah. It's not nice. I, one thing I miss is uh, a commute as well you know like I don't I work from home now fully so I feel like that would have been a nice opportunity to read as well I don't want to make excuses I should get I should read again but I'm sure you read to your child I do read a lot of child books that's true yeah and you try and like make them sound you know you try and do character names and stuff like that or character voices not names wait will you do do you have like a a favorite character voice that you pull out I mean I have a few yeah because like I love I have well I have my I have my Oh my God. I, have, I have Neville, which is uh, my kind of pretend alter ego, which is like a, he's like a super geek. Okay. Uh, but I, I'm not going to do his voice. It's very, oh, no. it's, like, like, it's too embarrassing. I can't do it. But that he comes out, he hasn't been out for a while actually, but um, oh, sometimes. I and, love and you as a name. Zoe knows that he's completely different from, from daddy. Oh. And then, yeah. And then just, you know, when you're reading a book, you just put, you go into character modes, don't you? And it's nice to sort of get immersed in the book. Oh yeah. As well. Do you still read to your son? He's quite big now, is he? So I guess. Yeah, he is a voracious reader, actually. Yeah. Um, And he, um, but yes, we still try to read together um, because just the, the, like, the community of it, you know? Yeah, 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 it's lovely. Yeah. Um, And we have some friends here in town who um, have a beautiful sort of collective piece of land and home that's like just very community oriented beautiful place uh called Waymeet and um they have a yearly tradition of reading Hobbit out loud ah. and break it up it's our friend uh Justin uh breaks it up into like I think four sections and so everybody gathers and there's like a potluck and then we he reads that's fantastic yeah it's so good cool wow yeah yeah I'm I'm I've literally read I'm so glad I read The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings before they came out in film version. Because you just like, it, I think it's like a lot of films and things. You you just see a whole different side to to the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I still wish that Thomas Bombadil was in uh, in Lord of the Rings. Still devastated that never happened. Yeah. Choices <laughs> yeah. um, made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they were really long. I don't know how. Did you watch the? Speaking of Peter Jackson, did you watch the um, Get Back? The Beatles get back 
at all. I did not. No. Check it out when you can. It's very Is good. It good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. It will. You will need like eight, nine hours of of your time just to do it. Yes, but yes. I don't know if your son's into it, but he'll he'll probably enjoy it as well if he likes he likes the Beatles. Just a great insight into their life, really. Cool. All right, let's get the next two uh, songs, yeah. original songs. We'll do back two back to back this time. We'll get okay. Bench and Sam's song, which is a keeper demo. Well, why don't we do two keeper songs together? Maybe. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, let's. Okay, that. so Sam's song and up north. Yeah, that, that sound sounds good? great. Mm-hmm. And so these are songs. Are, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so these are both songs from the from the musical, and these are again just demos. So this is just like us kind of putting the ideas down. They're not super polished, um, mm-hmm. but um, Sam's song is a great example of like this, the magic of the collaboration. So. I think I wrote the verses and it's pre-chorus, but then I just didn't know what to do with it. And I, it just didn't feel right. And I sent it to Kyle and um, he four minutes later sent back an audio of the absolute most perfect chorus. And like the chorus, <laughs> it was like, it was just, it was the song's chorus. It was so perfect. The chorus that he wrote for this actually ends up being sort of a recurring theme at different sort of emotional moments of the musical. Um, so just, just like a really powerful experience. Like, and this was one of our first songs. Um, so we really didn't yet know how special our, our like um, collaboration was yet. Nice. So this is sort of like as we were learning how special it was. Um, but Sam is our, our lead character. And um, this is, he's, he's sort of an old timer who, uh, you know, was a, a Navy captain in um, World War One. Mm-hmm. Has been a, a lighthouse keeper out in a very isolated lighthouse situation for a long time, and he needs some care now. He's getting older and he's ill, and so this is the song that one of the other keepers, uh, lighthouse keepers, is singing to the person who has come out to care for him. Who's, who's uh, uh, yeah, he's kind yeah. of giving the here's who he is and then up north which you're going to play right after it mm-hmm. is um sam singing um and it's him kind of finally accepting the reality of what's happening for him that he's that he is dying unfortunately so okay. there you go thank you all right let's get these this on then both from the keeper of the musical which you can find on instagram as well Find it hard to reach his ears Believe me, I understand I was here for months Before we had a conversation And now I know the secrets of our sand He stays silent for a reason you should know there's a whistle on the wind It only sings from the quiet of the offing The whistle whispers of the weather Freights depend upon the light To make their safe cross in her care And Sam knows the shoal in his bones The soul Guided home, past his wide shore. 
station engineer and you're listening to bff.fm oh the cable's fucked up Time keeper on a brand new light, giving my hard earned first chance after ten long years on Walgershans. I was alone in those first days. I learned the light, I learned her ways. Every creak and moan, the shifts and shapes, every deck met these hands. I never think on life before With a broken man I left on shore Every compass I've held points here for a reason Up north The winds can change you Fire 
As those troubles that you carry Get washed in the waves up north This beacon set me free The white shoal stole this heart to keep so if I'm dying, I'm begging, please let me die inside my home. Cause all I have is now, I feel this engine dying down. Want the last of my light blown out in the breeze. Troubles that you carry get washed in the waves up Jubilee. All right, you just heard two songs from uh, the upcoming musical, The Keeper. Um, song about Sam, am I said Sam's song, sorry. And then Up North, right? Am I saying those right? Yeah. Lovely. So you're in the midst of this like musical and then somehow also recording a new album and EP as well, which is really impressive, Annie. I don't know how you fit the hours in the day, but you did say that you sometimes record at like 3 a.m. in the morning. So I guess that's... I do not. <laughs> so, know, yeah. It is sort of like being a parent, like a new parent. Yeah. New you know how you learn how to function on like three or four hours of sleep? Yeah. Wow. And I'm sort of back in one of those phases where I'm getting more, I'm getting more like maybe five hours a night, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. Cause, cause I'm also, I have day jobs. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So what's the, what's the next evolution of, uh, of the keeper then? Like is you're going to be casting and things soon or now you've got all yeah, the songs down. So our, with a, like tomorrow's our, our last public workshop, um, probably. And, um, so we, you know, have just been kind of incorporating feedback, seeing how it reaches people, how, what they react to and, and making tweaks. And I'm sure we'll always be tweaking and making new and make changes. But, um, mm -hmm. the next phase really is to, there's sort of twofold. One is to get some other voices on it. Um, now that we kind of feel a little bit more solid with the the story and the flow and the, um, 
and, you know, just the characters. Um, and, uh, yeah, so getting, getting some, some other people to sing and play it so that we can sit back and watch and learn about it in that way. Um, and then also starting to pitch it out to like new works festivals, um, and just trying to kind of get, we, we wanted to create something that, um, was really feasible for local and regional theaters. Um, obviously we would like to see this go as far as it can, but, um, you know, having a, a good start at a regional theater is, is so important. And so it's, it's made for like a reasonably small cast. And, um, the set is basically like, it tended to be just like, you have a set and it doesn't change to kind of give the sense of like, you're on this crib lighthouse and like, you're all there and nobody can leave. <laughs> yeah. 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 So cool. the, the idea is that everybody is on the set all the time. Even mm -hmm. if scenes are happening between other characters, the other characters are on the stage still because they're still there. Um, so we wanted to make it really like viable for, um, you know, uh, these kind of local and regional theaters to be able to pick it up and make it happen. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's yeah. our next step. So if anybody who's listening has connections or ideas, you know, we are both brand new to this and we are, you know, sponges ready <laughs> to absorb any wisdom and insight that any of your listeners may have for the, the road ahead. So. Nice. Yeah. We'll put that, we'll put the word out in the promo as well to see, uh, mm -hmm. And so you've got an upcoming workshop tomorrow, I see, and then one in April. Yep. What do they What do they entail? Sound check. Yeah, yeah so it's a, a venue called Michigan. Sound Check in um, Lowell, Michigan, which is kind of in the Grand Rapids area. And um, yeah, it's you know it'll be me and Kyle and a guitar and a bunch of hats and um, a little toilet paper roll covered in tin foil to denote our radio voice. <laughs> And it's like a little bit chaotic and a little bit like we're just like trying to do everything and hanging on by the seat of our pants and yeah, yeah. begging for mercy from the audience. But um, I'm sure it'll be uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can always already visualize what it's the set will look like as well, you know, like, I mean, that just yeah. it's exciting just thinking about what you could do with the set. I'm sure you're already kind of thinking about these things, but, yes. you know, like. I mean, but how do you, I, I have no idea how, how I'd even start a musical given the time I have on my hands, but like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just how do you even go about getting like the whole set set up? Or is that even not something you necessarily have to think about yet? Well, it is, I mean, it, it is something we think about and it isn't at the same time. So, so really like our team will start growing from here. So mm -hmm. um, bringing in, you know, set designers bringing in, you know, obviously producers, um, the piece needs to be scored, um, and direct, you know, directors. And there's, there's a huge amount of people involved in making a musical happen, choreographers. Um, so all of that kind of, you know, is, is like maybe two or three steps ahead of where we are, but we do, I do have a friend in town who is a, a set builder and a director, um, nice. we're going to be kind of sitting down with to, talk through our ideas and make sure like what we're pitching out to people is easy. so um, exciting. Yeah. So it's okay. just, you know, it, it's like the team, the team will get built up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, should we play another song from the keeper yeah. just cause we're on the topic of it? The I want to know one. 
Does that sound good? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So this is the like, <laughs> you'll recognize this, the feel of this one. This is the like, you know, the the nurse, Josephine Weber, who's come out. Um, Weber? She comes out to take care of Sam. Josephine Weber, yeah. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> I forgot. Um, <laughs> so she comes out to take care of Sam, but then she falls in love with the lighthouse and the lighthouse life. And so this is her song of like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, you know, and it's 1942. So there really weren't a lot of options open to women, but it was like right on the cusp of things starting to be available to more women, um, especially with so many men leaving for World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our other our other female character in the show is actually stepping in to take her husband's place, um, running a sort of tending boat. And um, but this is Josephine and she's kind of falling in love with the with the the lighthouse life. And you know, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but um, but she does eventually get to become the head keeper. Ah, so, thank you for that secret yeah. intel. I won't mention this in there. <laughs> We'll keep it secret. Okay, let's get this on then. So this is I Want to Know from The Keeper, the musical. Awesome. Thank you, Annie. Yeah. I want to know how the wind makes these waves, how a storm can sink a freedom. How a keeper keeps them safe Where the hennepin died her heart dead Back in 1927 And how the same lake got a perfect day Can also mirror heaven
Community Radio. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. All your friends are doing it. Lovely stuff. So that was the I Want to Know from the musical The Keeper. And you said 40 yeah. songs, am I right? Where does that where's that placed in the 40 song lineup or is the lineup so still there's being? 30, 31 songs, I think, in the piece, but we wrote 40. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay cool. Um, that one, so... That one is probably, it's in the first act, maybe halfway through the first act, mm-hmm. kind of not too long after that character arrives on the lighthouse. Um, very nice. Yeah. And, so, uh, and it- also like just, you know, you were asking like how we were recording these. That one, I actually, um, that was Christmas Eve in my brother's basement in Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I yeah. Like, I had lost my voice and we were like rushing to get s- some demos done. Cause we were sending it to somebody for some feedback. And, um, and I, I lost my voice in the couple of days before we left for Christmas. And so I just packed up my recording gear and brought it to Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Cool, yeah. And so you're doing you're recording all this stuff in different places, like um yeah. depending on yeah, nice. Yeah, we live two hours away from each other. So the vast wow. yeah, it's we've only I think we've now seen each other in person ten times. Wow. Okay. Um, so it's it's getting to be a like respectable amount of times that we've actually been in each other's presence, but um yeah, yeah. all all remote. So you know, some of these songs we wrote by text message, some <laughs> Zoom sessions, uh, some kind of back and forth. And um, 
Yeah. And then this beautiful thing of like, there were some songs where we would sit down to write together and like the, the most recent song that we've added to it, we sat down, we like kind of had this, we knew that something was wrong in this one spot and had kind of identified what to do about it. And uh, we sat down to write the song together on zoom and we got five or 10 minutes into it. And Kyle just looked at me and he was like, I think you need to write this song by yourself. <laughs> and I was like, I think I do. And, and then it just like came out in like five minutes or something. And um, so there's just been this like stunning lack of um, ego. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just this like real uh, ability to kind of let each other's creativity flow and no that's need nice. for any yeah. control. It's just been really magical. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and who wrote the script? Sorry if I missed this before, but like, did you script it together? At this or... point, I'm just going to say that we did everything together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There were that's definitely right. like, you know, I probably if you if you wanted to break it down, he wrote more of the like musical parts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, and I wrote more of the script, but but everything got filtered through both of us eventually. And so, it, you know, if you were having to break it apart word by word, who the heck knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is this your first like time, like writing songs for a, on a theme as it were, like for a no, musical? So like this, I, I wrote a folk opera um, back in 20, 2009, maybe. As, as you do. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was making folk operas up when I did it. That's how, ignorant I was <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was making the genre up I was like I'm gonna write a folk opera <laughs> <laughs> that's so, fantastic you got an but, awesome video here as well I can see oh yeah right, so this is 2000 you said 2009 you said I, gosh I, I think I wrote it in 2009 and then yeah. recorded it um in, like we did a kickstarter 2009. in 2010 nice. to kind of capture what it was in that moment um and you did at the Swedish American Music Hall. You, That's I mean, where we released it. Oh yeah. my goodness, that that venue is amazing. I love oh. it. it's one of my favorites. I always forget to mention that being probably in my top three favorite venues in the Bay. It is just because so of the room and everything. It's really it fantastic, is, isn't it? Yeah, we. It was really really special um, night. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I bet. So just so the audience knows, you can go mm-hmm. to anniebacon.me, again, mm-hmm. dot me, <laughs> and uh, forward slash keeper uh, to find out all about um, the keeper and how to contact as well, because that seems like it's important at this stage in the, you know, in the creative thing. Yeah. And then also, um, you can also check out the folk opera there as well and all the other good stuff. I know we've already mentioned this, but is is Instagram your most accessible place now is that where you do most of your updates for your music and things Annie? yeah it really is i'm i you know i'm mostly burnt out on facebook um mm-hmm. i think uh although there's still you know some like i recently posted something on facebook about uh, you know trying to gauge how weird i am that i rearrange the eggs when i take an egg out <laughs> so i was like does anybody else rearrange the eggs and it prompted this just really beautiful flood of response yeah, yeah. and it turns out that most of us rearrange the eggs when we take out eggs and like rearrange them before we put the carton back. So anyway, wow. if you think you're weird because you do that, you're not. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to um, know. Not <laughs> <laughs> something I'm, I'm trying to think if I do that now. I'm like, oh, maybe I do. Awesome. Uh, right? I mean, because yeah. it's like a, it's a balance thing. It's like, <laughs> you're like, I don't want the carton to tip over, but it's like, and, and then for me, there's like a little, it's like maybe a little bit compulsive because I have my rules about like how the eggs need to be in sort of this symmetrical thing. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Should we play two more of your um, Desert Let's Island songs? We've got Plowshare Prayer. I hope I'm saying that right. And by yeah. Spencer Lahoy. Um, thank you thank you and then love is tall and ashima brothers yeah what what was your reason for choosing uh okay so so spencer lajoy is uh, um an incredible i don't honestly don't even need to tell you why i chose this song as soon as (laughs) as soon as you hear it you'll know but i will share that my introduction to this song was at the same conference where i met my collaborator kyle and we had this epic um song circle, you know, that when, you know, I think it started at midnight. Um, so somewhere around two or three in the morning, you know, with just some of the best songwriters in Michigan sitting around a fake campfire in a hotel room or like in a hotel conference room, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and, uh, Spencer pulled this song out and the, like everybody, I mean, we were just, just bawling just absolutely it's oh, wow. it, that's all i need to say because once you hear the song n- no introduction is necessary yeah yeah, yeah. um nice. but the oshima brothers i saw uh recently at the ann arbor folk festival and so they're they're probably a little bit more well known but um i just was blown away by their just their version of of folk music that it, it's kind of like pop it's got pop like feel to it a little bit um, but just really um, beautiful and and kind of ambient folk pop thing that nice. So wondrous. Thank you so much. Thanks for putting so much thought into these these choices yeah. as well. Appreciate it. All right, here we go. Plowshare Prayer by Spencer LaJoy and Love Is Tall by Ashima Brothers. Good stuff. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. 
I just pray for peace. I pray that your burden gets lighter each day. I pray the mean voice in your head goes away. I pray that you honor the grief as it comes. I pray you can feel all the life in your lungs. I pray that if you go all day being brave, that you can go home, go to bed feeling safe. I pray you're forgiven. I pray you forgive. I pray you set boundaries and openly live. I pray that you feel you are worth never leaving. I pray that you know I will always believe you. I pray that you're against you and your heart against you and your word i pray that this prayer is a plowshare of sorts bff.fm best frequencies forever I didn't know 
Lovely stuff. All right. So you just heard um, Plowshare Prayer by Spencer LaJoy and Love is Tall by the Ashima Brothers Mm -hmm. from Annie's uh, Desert Island Discs. This is the third Desert Island Discs you've been able to choose for this show. I think last time we did a local artist kind of vibe and then the first time was your actual favourite songs or songs you'd want to take to your deserted island. Yes, and I have to tell you something. Yeah. When you sent me this request and you were like, send me your, your like favorite songs, I made the conscious choice to go with kind of less known because I love to lift up other artists and share music people might not have heard. However, probably my most listened to album, not probably, definitely far and away of the last year was Harry Styles's. <laughs> and I, I'm in the and I just felt like I needed to at least acknowledge that, even though I did not pick up any of his songs because nobody, you know, you're all like, everybody's heard the songs, everybody knows. But I just felt like I needed to call out because it's been a huge um, influence on my my music and my just like mental health. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've never listened to him. I don't think I've ever listened to him once. Should I? Should I yes, give him a listen? Okay. I take the Probably. Harry's house. It is, it's a, it's a masterpiece of pop music as far as wow, awesome. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, an arbiter of those, those things, but I, I really. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being transparent about that. Yeah. <laughs> and it just shows you how diverse your musical taste is as well. Cause we've gone from, yeah. you know, these wonderful songs as well to, to Harry Styles and, and things like that. I mean, there's, there's so much good pop music out there these days, isn't, isn't there? It's crazy. It really how... is. 
And I actually went to um, the last concert that I went to. So two weeks ago, I went to a um, Jay Dilla tribute show. And now I did not know. I obviously I knew Jay Dilla's work without knowing it because he touched so much, you know, so much music. Um, but I didn't know his individual work. Um, but he died in 2006 and he was, you know, a Detroit producer um, and, um, you know, made a lot of uh, sort of iconic hip hop beats. And um, mm. so it was like at this bar in Detroit where it's like, you know, we turned down the street and it was like, is there is there anything here? Like, you know, Detroit's the weirdest town where it's mm-hmm. like you walk into an entire city block that's totally abandoned. Wow. And, uh, and then there's people at a door over there. So we're like, that must be where we're going. So we go in and it's like awesome little bar. And um, it was just packed with like just the most loving and um, just super fun, like old school Detroit hip hop. Um, nice. People like actually covering his songs and then people doing original stuff. And um, so that was that was an amazing experience yeah um, yeah quite sounds like it yeah i've never been to detroit either so much so much more to explore oh cool so we let's do one more um of your demo songs and then we'll talk a bit about your novel writing if you're if you're cool yeah. with that um so this last song from your original set list is bench yeah Tell us a little bit about this one so this was another one from that um, that songwriting group where there was a prompt and the prompt was the word bench. And immediately I knew what I was going to write, except it's about a bench that was made for my friend, Aaron uh, McKinley, who passed away in 2019. Mm-hmm. But I losing her was one of the great heartbreaks of my life that I don't know that I'll ever recover from. And I'm just so not ready to write about her. And like, it's just still so raw and tender, but it was like, there was nothing else to write about. And so this, this is the song that came out. Okay, cool. So we'll get this on, um, this is Bench by the lovely Annie Bacon. Thank you, Annie. Sorry for your loss as well. Thank you. I'm not ready to write a song about you. So I'll write about your bench On Robert Dollar hiking trail How I wound the roads of San Rafael Without water and forgetting California heat When the fog is still at bay I'll write about the dust Kicking clouds around my face Scrubby in the drought How I whispered to the radio tower I'll trade my breath for an easy way out And the California heat pushed its weight on me Then the bench came into view And a fox did too He hopped the path in front of me the cottonwood trees so I started making plans for fending off an attack that never came an opportunity for rage the California heat when the fog 
walking still Babe, I wish you weren't dead But it is that way But I didn't feel you It was just a bench with a beautiful view Lovely stuff. So that was Bench. That was for your friend in memory of um, Aaron, right, you said? Okay. Um, we should talk just briefly about, before we play out the show uh, with Annie Caps, where you're going to be going. Is it this afternoon you're heading off to another show? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Harmonies with her. Wondrous. Uh, we should talk about your novel writing on top of musicals, albums, EPs, being a mum, doing so many things. You're also somehow finding time to do novel writing. What, what part of the week do you find time to do the novel writing? Well, <laughs> it, I, that it's like, yeah. So that's really what, you know, January through October of 2022 is all about. So. Okay. I got my first draft. So I'm like in the editing phase now. Um, and, and really the musical was like a gift because it, I needed to, a clean break to be able to come back to it with fresh eyes. And um, so getting ab- completely absorbed in the musical writing has given me the break that I need. So I'm like just getting back into the the editing phase right now. But yeah, it's a, um, so it's a nice light, like beach wow. read. It's about war and motherhood and grief and trauma. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. So impressive. And you really are exercising all of your creative facets. It's incredible. Thanks, Alex. I'm looking forward to seeing all this stuff coming out as well. And the best place to follow you is, is Annie Bacon on Instagram, right? That's probably uh, yeah, it's, it's the Annie Bacon. The Annie Bacon. Thank you. So pretentious and I... Thank you. In <laughs> no, it's There's only one Annie Bacon, as the uh, famous soccer song goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. And we are going to close out the show with Only Sometimes by Annie Caps. Like you said, you're going to go and play. How far away are you going for that show? This one's close by. It's like near Detroit. So I got about an hour drive. So not too bad. Lovely. Okay. And you're doing harmonies on this? I'm singing some harmonies with her. Yeah. And I love this. I picked this song because... I, you know, the, in the chorus, she says, this song is about moving out of the city basically. And I just love it so much. And at one point she's like, look at all this green. Can you believe this is my backyard? And like, you know, that's really just been the the gift of moving to Michigan is like just the, the, um, you know, having so much more green in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Bring on, bring on spring, hey, and daylight savings time, hopefully and lighter, lighter evenings. Bring it on. I'm like cool. tank tops at 11 p.m. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's lighter up there as well, right? Yeah, Something and it like, just yeah. stays warm all night. Like, it's awesome. It's what, it's sorry? It stays warm all night. You know, in San oh, Francisco, lovely. it's like you got to put a hoodie on at 6 yeah. every day, no matter what. Yeah, so true. And you go through three seasons just in a day. In a day. <laughs> right. All right. Well, it's been lovely catching up with you, Annie. I'm sorry it's been so many, so many years. 2017. What's that all about? It's crazy. Um, but yeah, keep in touch. Good luck with the musical. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay busy. Stay awesome. Yep. You too. Um, Take care. Really your, your, yeah. Uh, sharing this space. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all of this with the, the BFF audience as well. 
really looking forward hopefully hopefully we find some amazing um you know contacts for you for the for the musical as well oh, that'd be great. wonderful yes. creative people from the station so yeah. put the word out there and uh, happy sunday i guess we're pretending this is sunday when this goes <laughs> out so happy sunday yeah and uh look looking forward to spring take care annie thanks Thank so much you for your time okay bye cheerio my turn this is me second driveway on the right just before the curve they don't ever plow this road might want to take it slowly welcome to my of spring it woke the bees now the hives are all covered up in snow february's fickle that way i am too you know firsthand how long i take to let things go and you ask me The road used to be alive, and now those boys are out of work. I feel bad for them, I do, but I like the quiet until the neighbor's shotgun fire takes me out of my comfort. And you ask me if I time for planting maybe this year i can finally grow that little garden yes i know i know i know but just look at all the green can you believe this is my backyard so don't ask me tell you